Hello and welcome to the Veto Cast. We are back once more following a veto cast by Russia on April 10th of this year, 2018. And with me to analyze this veto, I have again Victor Sundman of the UN Association of Sweden. Welcome back to the show, Victor. Thank you for having me again. And uh, I think we, before we get into the consequences of the vetoes and the sort of nitty-gritty details, I, I think it's uh, worth looking at the basics. This veto was cast to stop a draft resolution called S slash 2018 321 and that was introduced to condemn the alleged uh, use of chemical weapons in Syria uh, but also to set up a mechanism that would investigate the uses of such weapons in the Syrian conflict and of course as uh, listeners uh, will know the question of this kind of investigation has been the subject of uh, previous draft resolutions uh, mentioned on this podcast so I can recommend you all to go back and listen to to those episodes if you want to know more about the uh, the difficulties of setting up investigations regarding chemical weapons in Syria. Victor, Russia is uh, claiming that the investigation uh, proposed in a draft resolution that was vetoed this time uh, would be unfair as the advocates of the investigations, uh, according to Russia, have already made up their minds regarding who is to blame for the attacks. Is there anything to Russia's accusations or is this simply just a political trick in order to redirect the blame to someone else. They are writing claim that the advocates for for this mechanism has kind of made up their mind. Both the United States and France and Great Britain were were all quite quick in assigning blame to uh, President Bashar al-Assad's uh, regime and, and pointing to him as the culprit of this uh, attack, claiming that they have uh, intelligence that, that support these uh, allegations that is consistent with previous attacks and so on. And um, as I think most of the listeners know now, that uh, also the United States, France, and Britain, uh, after the the chemical attacking in question, also uh, made strikes in Syria against uh, government-controlled targets. So they are certainly right in saying that the United States, France, and Great Britain have made up their mind. However, claiming that the mechanism, the investigation itself, would be biased and predetermined and that they have already assigned guilt to to Assad, that is not really a substantiated claim. There is no evidence to point that the OPCW mechanism that we had earlier, the gym, uh, that that was biased in any way. Uh, they had found uh, cases where they assigned the blame to Assad, but also assigned blame to to ISIS on separation, and also found some cases where they didn't have enough ed- evidence to assign blame at all. Uh, so from my point of view, it seems that the previous OPCW investigation has been very professional and, and has made sure that they have substantiated their when they have assigned blame to one party and claiming that a new mechanism would not be able to do that and, and blaming also in retrospect the, the last investigation for failing in that regard. That is more of the political trick to trying to stall uh, an investigation or to derail one entirely. And in the same meeting uh, as this draft resolution was proposed, uh, Russia proposed another draft resolution uh, that uh, also failed, uh, although regardless of the other permanent members' negative vote. So this is not what we count as a veto. Russia claimed uh, that this uh, draft uh, that they proposed, one of them at least, was based on an earlier undeveloped proposal from Sweden. But in the end, Sweden chose to abstain from voting on that draft. What does this tell us about cooperation in the council on the in the current uh, diplomatic climate? Yes, yeah, so the Russia, Russia presented two 
different draft resolutions to this meeting. One that has had been previously introduced but never voted on that would also set up a mechanism but differed in certain ways from the mechanism proposed by the US and that was not acceptable to the other states. And then Russia also presented this draft resolution based on a previous Swedish draft. It voiced the council's support for the fact-finding mission that the OPCW has in in Syria, and that is going to Doma and investigating the event, but does not have uh, in its mandate to assign blame, but just going there to investigate whether this really is a chemical weapons attack, if it is an instance of this. And reportedly, it is based on a Swedish draft, but it has been substantially altered by, by Russia. Parts have been put in, referencing that uh, the government of Syria and, and uh, Russian military forces have offered to guarantee the security of this investigation in Doma had been put in, and also some formulation had been removed. Um, the Swedish draft had reportedly uh, included elements uh, emphasizing the fact-finding mission's right to unfettered access to individuals involved in the incident, and also uh, emphasized that use of chemical weapons in Syria, Syria constitutes a threat to international peace and security, which the Russia uh, version of this does not do. And the fact that Sweden abstained, I don't think one should read too much into it, as the draft had been revised, and it was not the original draft that Sweden did present then. I have not seen that original draft, so I don't know how substantial the changes are, but I assume they are they are quite substantial. It does show, however, that the cooperation and the dynamics in council are quite uh, tense, and it, that it is very difficult to agree, especially on this uh, this issue of chemical weapons in Syria, which has been a long running theme now in the Security Council, which is perhaps the most contentious issue on the agenda right now. And we have uh, previously spoken about a. Uh similar draft resolutions and vetoes, as I mentioned earlier. And as you mentioned, no less than three draft resolutions on this the same topic were voted on and failed in this meeting. Uh, do you see that the Security Council will uh, be able to set up an investigation on the alleged uses of chemical weapons in Syria at any time in the foreseeable future? Or is this situation completely locked down by now? It's always risky to go into the prediction business. Uh, but as I see it right now, I, I find it very difficult to see that the council will agree on a mechanism. Every member of the council says publicly that they want to see some kind of of mechanism, some kind of investigation into this. But the differences between what the US, France and Great Britain wants to see from such an investigation compared to what Russia wants to see and the demands Russia has made uh, and said that they they require to be able to vote for, for a resolution establishing such a mechanism are quite different and i do not believe that those different views will be reconciled in the in the foreseeable future um at least i hope to be proven wrong but uh, i am at this point quite skeptical to the security council's ability to handle this i see thank you very much victor regarding the stop illegitimate veto's coding of this veto we have uh, again not found any evidence that this draft resolution constituted a direct threat to the security or sovereignty of the russian federation and we have therefore codified this uh, veto as illegitimate as always you can find more information about stop illegitimate vetoes on our facebook page twitter and of course on our web page stop where you will also find much more about our coding of 
this and other vetoes. We will be back with another episode if and when there is a new veto in the Security Council. Until then, thank you and goodbye.